I just want to want to try to share for a few minutes <laughs> tonight. Um, and um, if you haven't been with us, or it's been a little while, we are we're at the tail end of our series on spiritual disciplines. And um, when we started this series, one of the prayers that I felt like the Lord put in my heart was um, that in in this time that rather than this being me as your pastor um, trying to teach you some things, (laughs) um, that it would really be for me, maybe this sounds a little selfish, I wanted the time to be about me learning some things again. You know the difference? So uh, the motivation not being about you, (laughs) the motivation being right here, and, um, you know, sometimes when we serve and in the roles that we have, we can uh, let those roles dictate uh, what we do and what we think and even why we do what we do. And um, I just felt like that prayer was really from God for me. And I, I really believe he's been answering that uh, in this time. And uh, for me personally, that's come through, um, in a lot of ways, the Lord reminding me of things that he's shown me before, um, and then adding to that, um, even just beginning to believe that the things that he's spoken in some of these areas in the past, it's not all there is to know. And... um, and so rather than just regurgitating some things that I've heard and that, that I, I've known from the past, letting, letting God breathe new life into those things. And, and I hope that, that you guys have experienced some of that as well. Um, and I just want to say I feel like God has really been answering that prayer. And it's been, it's been so refreshing to... Uh, to not even let this time be the motivator for um, going back to some of those topics, if that makes sense. Um, so with that, one other thing that I feel like God has been doing, um, particularly as I prepared for this week, was bringing me into some things that were brand new. Some things that um, I can say I knew very little about and still know very little about. And um, in fact, even as I'm up here tonight, I feel like I've just begun to scratch the surface of, of not only understanding, but experiencing um, this. And so it's kind of an awkward place to be, if I'm honest. Um, but the Lord was just reminding me today that... Um, you know, sometimes we put this pressure on ourselves, this expectation to be something, to know something, to do something that God isn't putting on us. And I just really felt his freedom in that. And I, I hope you feel it too as a result that there's not some pressure being applied here that's now being applied in this direction. Um, but specifically, you know, I guess more than a sermon tonight, I want to just share what I feel like God is inviting us into in this discipline, and it's, it's the discipline of, of justice, um, and, you know, it's funny because 
up to a few weeks ago, I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> and I'm reading through the spiritual um, discipline handbook by um, Adele Calhoun, and she's got a pretty wide variety of, of, of disciplines, and, and she begins to share just a little bit on each of them. And I really like that book for that reason, and, and I, I opened to this, um, to this topic, and I was like, oh, that's really interesting. And just kind of, God, what, what do you have here for me? And, and I really felt like in the days after that, that God was um, kind of reminding of some things that he's spoken before, but also framing the, the subject of, of justice in a way that um, perhaps is really important for us to understand it in, in the same way we've understood a lot of these other topics, like um, way more familiar things that we think about in terms of disciplines, like studying our Bibles and praying and fasting and, and being alone with God, those kind of things. And so I, I thought, well, how is this, um, how is thinking about justice as a spiritual discipline valuable for us? How is it helpful for us? And I think just on a, on a basic level, um, you know, we've been talking about this understanding that um, the disciplines are this place where we, we step into the grace of God, um, and we actually, um, we let our will in the matter be the, the very thing that, um, that brings us to choosing to put ourselves before him and to let God do his work in us through these different things. Does that make sense? So the disciplines aren't us striving to get at God, but instead they are gifts from God by which we choose on our own will, we determine, we decide, we say yes, to enter into the grace that God has embedded in this thing and each of these things. So prayer. Prayer is an invitation to speak with God, and in that, um, there's the discipline of us choosing to go there with him, right? Same thing with study. Um, there's, he's given us the gift of his word, right? But there's this invitation of which we have to determine and choose that we want his word in our lives, that we want his word to actually be the food that it's meant to be for us. And we acknowledge the hunger that we have and the need to be fed, and we choose to go there with him. So I think that's really powerful when it comes to the subject of justice to not just think of it, um, and this is sort of one of the realizations that I'm having is, well, what does it mean for justice to be a spiritual discipline? And how does that actually help us? And I think one of the ways it helps us is to realize that it is something that doesn't just happen, like all of these other things, that it's something that, in fact, God wants, and it is on his heart, and he is determined to see justice reign, justice be brought into our midst, into our cities, into our homes, into our neighborhoods, and yet it's something that doesn't just happen. And so, actually, acknowledging that it's a discipline— is this powerful thing that says, yes, we have to bring our will into the matter. 
You guys following me? I'm putting you to sleep yet? Um, so, um, I just, I think that is so important for us. And on an individual level and on a corporate level, because I believe justice is a discipline that actually finds itself in both of those realms. That we individually determine and decide that this is important to see equity, to see people living in uh, the fruit of life rather than the oppression of injustice. That we would decide that's not only important for me, that's important for the person next to me. It's not just important for my family, but it's important for the family next to me. It's not just important for the people I care about, but it's important for the people that I don't even know and the people that I don't even like. And do you know that that God feels that way? Do you know that's in his heart? Okay, so I wasn't going to really preach tonight. But it just start going and <laughs> it just happens, you know, where where does the line stop from talking to preaching? I don't know. That's the problem. <laughs> um Okay, so a few more things. Um one was that a few weeks ago, um I I've told you guys this before, you know, one of the things you're worried I'm going to kick it over? But now it's so far away. Oh, you fill her up. Thank you. <laughs> uh, a few weeks ago, well, I told you guys this. Like, one of the things that I, 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 I do when I come to the Word is, is to just start by asking, God, where do you want to take me today? And I think, obviously, there's a lot of ways that we can engage with Scripture. But um, for me, that's been a really kind of exciting way to start with God. Just say, God, where do you want to take me today? And to listen for a minute and, um, and to just kind of get in the practice of, of hearing him in that. And when I, I feel like I hear him say something, to go there. And a few weeks ago, I heard him say, Amos. And I thought, my first reaction was, Amos, really? <laughs> I don't even know what's in Amos. Interesting, right? Well, maybe that's why you should go there, right? (laughs) And for me, the first thought that came to mind, Amos wasn't this great prophet in the Old Testament. It was famous Amos cookies. (laughs) And given the fact that I haven't been eating cookies for Lent, that was a problem. (laughs) In all seriousness, um... As I went there and I began to read, I was kind of amazed. One, I, I just felt like um, this was, this shouldn't be surprising that God would, would invite you into something that you know nothing about, but sometimes it is. And I feel like that's what it's been like a little bit recently for me. Um, but I began to read Amos and, um, and just hear through the, the pages and the chapters of Amos just God longing for justice and God God calling his people to reflect his heart in that way. And calling his people that, that knew him to not just sing about him, 
to not just have a service where his name was in the middle of it, but to know his heart for equity, his heart for justice, and and for that to be reflected amongst all people, that to be reflected particularly amongst this people that knew him in their dealings with each other. And so he speaks to that. And, you know, when, when, when we need to hear something, he'll speak it as many times as he, as he needs to for us to get the picture. And so he speaks this, this thing over and over again to um, the nation of Israel, to his people, that this longing for justice. And he's, he's pointing out all of the ways in which they've, they've robbed the people of that and all of the ways in which they've oppressed their own people, all of the ways in which they've taken advantage of people, all the ways in which they haven't actually let the, the justice system reflect his goodness, his equity, the way that it, didn't, it no longer protected people the way it was supposed to. And so anyway, I'm not preaching about Amos tonight, but I, I just began to read about this, and it was, it was really interesting that he was bringing me there. And, and I, I'm, I'm in the middle of it right now, so I can't give you a sermon about it. But I, I just, all that to say, I believe that, that God is wanting to call us into this. And I know that um, there are people in this room that are far further along in this than I am. So um, I'm playing catch up where, where some of you are. But I think that it's important for you to hear from, from me as your pastor that I believe God is calling us in this, and I want us to, to take this to heart. I want us to humble ourselves to say, God, is there something here that you want me to know and you want me to get your heart in the matter that I've overlooked, that I've disregarded, that I've maybe thought it's not really important when it is? And so that's really, I don't know, I don't know where else to take it tonight, but then but just to say that, I really do believe that in the matter of justice as a discipline, as something that we're pursuing, that we're choosing, that we're putting our will into, and we're saying, God, help us to care about this the way that you care about it. I just, I believe that God wants to grow us in this. And... Um, I feel like he's beginning to give some clarity, a vision of what that looks like, even as um, we begin to take some baby steps in that. And I really believe that, that one of the starting places for us is, is beginning to say that this matters to me. And if I'm talking about this and you're tuned out right now, it might not matter to you right now. It might not matter yet. And that's okay, but I, I really do believe that God's saying, I want this to matter to my children the way it matters to me. And I don't, I don't know. I don't know how we get there except to say, God, help us. God, teach us. God, humble us to not pretend we care the way that you care, to be um, truthful about it, um, to even... Be truthful about what we don't know. And that one's hard for me because I like knowing. <laughs> I want to know. And, you know, I had notes today, and I felt like God said, these are, 
These are notes for you right now. These aren't notes to share. These are notes for you. Because I'm teaching you. I also think that in the humility of acknowledging what we don't yet know, in the humility of acknowledging um, what we don't perhaps even yet care about, there is this place there to begin to learn. It actually takes us acknowledging that before we can begin to learn and really listen and really receive. Um, And I, I just believe that God wants to bring us together into that collectively. And I know, again, people are, 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 have been moving in this. People have been praying into this. People have been listening and learning already. But I think there's something powerful that God wants to bring for us when we move in this together. And we've, we've, we've taken some steps in this in the past, and then it sort of fizzled out. And I really believe that um, even this God and his grace framing this as a discipline, it, it makes sense why that would happen. Um, and it's okay, but we need to come back to it. <laughs> In the same way, you know, we might have a season where prayer just kind of, we lose sight of the importance of prayer, and it's just not happening the way it should. But it doesn't mean you don't, you forget the importance of it. You know it, but you're asking God to catch you up and to help you to realize that so that it would, it would bear fruit in your life, so that it would become a reality again. And in the same way, you know, we've taken some steps to begin to understand, pursue understanding in this area, and, um, and it sort of fizzled out. And I feel like God's saying it's okay. Just come back to it and choose it again, acknowledging that this is in my heart, and, and as you pursue me in this, you, you'll begin to get more of it. Okay? Um, I want to I wanna just wrap up with a verse tonight, okay? And um, it's in Philippians 2. And I don't know, maybe we just pray this, okay? And I, I feel like this is, is really central to the, the matter. Philippians 2, 5 through 8. It says, in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to death even death on a cross. Here we are. This is um, the beginning of Holy Week. This is um, in the church calendar, Palm Sunday, and we're looking at, um, and we're inviting God to bring us into his journey to the cross and what that means for us. And I, I, I feel like he wants us to know that um, this journey to the cross is really a journey of justice. And we see that in this passage very powerfully as God is saying that his son, who is God, who is in every way God, um, he gives up 
He gives up his place, his right, all of um, much of what he had to come here, to become a servant and to head to the cross. He didn't stop being God. You understand that, right? But it says that who in being very in who being in very nature God didn't consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. I, I really, I think this translation gets at it. Some others say something to be grasped, but it, it, it's not that. He didn't use his, his God nature to his own advantage. He used it to serve. He used it to bring equality where, there, where it wasn't. He used it to bring... Um, to bring the love of God to people that were told they didn't deserve it and they couldn't get it. You with me? He came in establishing his kingdom. He came to establish his justice very powerfully. And the ultimate fulfillment of that is his journey to the cross. I'm not going to go much further. I want to pray into this. And I want to pray that we would see Jesus as our example in this matter and that we would see the things that we have that God is saying, be like me and laying them down. Be like me and leveraging them to serve, to love, to bring peace and justice and equity where there isn't. I, I hope this doesn't seem like a stretch. I don't think it is. Jesus is our example in this matter. And he, he reveals the heart of God in this matter. And I, think, I think that's what this passage is about. Let's pray. Jesus, I confess that the reality of a place where justice prevails um, for everyone it feels far off it feels obscure and abstract in many ways still for me And yet, if there's a place where we see it, we see it in you. We see the reality of a God that didn't just think about these things, talk about these things, but he, he lived these things. And it meant, it meant giving something up so that others could have. It meant drawing near to the pain and the brokenness. It meant walking in the dirt. It meant listening. It meant being in the midst of. God, we want to follow your lead in that, in this area. Lord, teach us even even though this series may be ending, God, I, I just I believe that you are just getting started in this. 
And so, Lord, my prayer is that you would teach us. My prayer is that you would bring us into a season of humbly listening for your heart in this matter and beginning to let you flip some things upside down and beginning to let you um, give us your heart and let that begin to burn within us. God, I honor um, those in this room that have, have been going after this um, for much longer than, than we know. And God, just give us opportunities to hear from them and, and to listen and to learn. And God, bring us, unite us in this pursuit, God. Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for this week and all that it represents. All that is a reality now because of what you've done. And Lord, tonight we just, we want to honor you in that. And we want to receive again just your goodness and your gift. The gift that required of you pain. The gift that required of you giving up to be here. The gift that required of you taking on what was ours. Taking it on yourself. A deeper understanding of of justice than than humanity has ever known. We receive that tonight, the gift of that, the gift of your forgiveness, the gift of your life for ours. We come to the table tonight to to receive all that is in you. Your body broken for us. Your blood poured out. Shed on our behalf. We praise your name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Are you ready tonight? You can come and receive. Um, before we take communion, I do want to say that um, um, I want us to, to, to start in this together just praying and, um, and to also just begin to um, together seek to learn. Um, I, I wanted to mention that some resources that John Dorsey put together back when we um, had our panel discussion last year are on the table in the back. Um, if you're looking for a place to start in that, uh, or to continue. Um, also that we are praying about where to take things with um, our outreach team right now and uh, really believe that this is going to be central to to that. And if you want to be a part of that, um, I want to just uh, continue that conversation with you. So talk to me or talk to Vincent or Nathan. Um, we've begun to kind of um, try to get some momentum there. So 
I want to invite you guys into that as well. All right? So let's uh, come and receive, and we'll close in worship tonight.